This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. At Arnold Organic, we know that when we take care of the earth, the earth also takes care of us. You'd be surprised by our environmentally friendly way of baking breads. Our ingredients are farmed for strict USDA organic standards that make the soil richer and promote biodiversity. Our bakeries are powered by renewable wind energy, and we donate 1% of our revenues to environmental causes as members of 1% for the planet, so that future generations can flourish too. Arnold Organic Bread, great taste that's sustainably baked. At Arnold Organic, we know that when we take care of the earth, the earth also takes care of us. You'd be surprised by our environmentally friendly way of baking breads. Our ingredients are farmed per strict USDA organic standards that make the soil richer and promote biodiversity. Our bakeries are powered by renewable wind energy, and we donate 1% of our revenues to environmental causes as members of 1% for the planet, so that future generations can flourish too. Arnold Organic Bread, great taste that's sustainably baked. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! Come, come it's pretty. It's so pretty. We just want a fucking ball. That's what you say, man. I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers. I'm your host, Matt Hill, and with me is my brother in basketball, John Hill. John you just got back from New York. I came back from the big city. Yep, the Madison city. Square Garden. And you went, you went to the Emeka Okafor of basketball. I went to the Emeka Okafor. And uh, you saw your beloved Sixers play. And I saw correct? the Jalil Okafor of the Sixers. You saw, yeah, you saw. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Cousin of, cousin of Emeka. Cousin um, of... <laughs> which we've never confirmed. We don't know if that's true or not. Um, and... MSG, does it, did it live up to the hype? MSG definitely lived up to the hype. Uh, I was in uh, New York for a wedding. A good friend of mine, Dan Diazio. Shout out to Dan Diazio. And uh, we found out the Sixers were playing the Knicks. Actually, my girlfriend did. Uh, that Monday, MLK Day. And we decided to extend our trip. And then we watched caught the, the game, game. Caught the double overtime game. Yep. Was was it? Uh, were you at, on the edge of your seat? Were you in a Were you in a sea of Sixers fans, or were you surrounded by Knicks fans? There was about six Sixers fans. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, nice. One happened nice. to be sitting next to me, so that was nice. 
Oh, great. So you made a friend. I made a friend. He was actually wearing a Knicks uh, shirt that had an Eagles hat on. Uh, what? He, yeah. What? So I was like, uh, so what's your deal, dude? And he was like, oh, I live in New York now, but I'm, I'm a Sixers fan. So. But why you got a Knicks shirt on? I don't know. Maybe his girlfriend. I don't know. Who knows? Jeez. Oh, I don't know. He doesn't say, I don't, I don't like this guy. I, I would, I would unfriend him, John. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, no, it's great. Uh, have you ever been to Madison Square Garden? No, I'm poor. What You're am I poor. to do? Just, just fancy fly over to New York and go to a game? Come on. Come on. I've never been there. I'm West Coast. I'm from the West Coast, born and raised on the West Coast. I never, I've been to New York twice. I hated it, like any good Californian would. <laughs> yeah, it's New- garbage, it's garbage city. No, I'm I just ca- kidding. New York is fun, but I mean, come on, I would never live there. I wouldn't. I would never live in New York either. But I'm not really into I'm not really into buildings. <laughs> yeah, no, no, too many buildings, too many people, too many cabs. It's, it's too crowded. It's too crowded. Sorry, too I need crowded. my space. Yeah, me too. You go in the grocery store and it's like the aisles are like like baby aisles. It's like, how does anybody ever shop here? Anyways, okay, enough about uh, your New hatred York. of New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, MSG uh, is great though. Wow, that was uh, one of our earliest Matt pisses off an entire city uh, they only, rant. The, wow. only, the only, only two minutes I love is, is Los Angeles. That's what, unless I only got love for LA. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so we... Um, we did a little StubHub, bought some day of tickets. Uh, but the who? But who? I don't. I don't want to know about the process, John. This isn't like I want to know about the MSG. Like, okay, how was the well, that's what arena? I was. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Building a story. You start from the bottom. You know. Uh, okay. All right. So we so got you're on, stu- you're on StubHub. StubHub. You, you, yeah. op- you open up Google Chrome. I use StubHub.com. The hotel okay. printed out our tickets. Uh, no, actually, we went and um, the hype is real. It's one of the most wonderful arenas i've ever been to um i didn't realize that arenas could be like this uh it's this weird like almost bowl-shaped arena and you don't feel like you're watching a sporting event you're watching like like a fancy symphony or something or gladiators Uh, yeah yeah it's it's uh i I was really caught off guard because i never it's just so different than the few basketball arenas I've been in. So how many, what, what arenas have you been to? Cause I've only been to sta- I've been to Staples and a great Western form. That's I've it. I've been to Staples. I've been to, uh, the center in Philadelphia, the Wells Fargo center. And then okay. the spectrum before that. Uh, what else? And, uh, and MSG is number one. Yeah. Not even close. Not even close. Not even close. All the okay, seats so are really comfortable. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's it's truly it's just, like it's amazing. It's everyone just says, "Oh, you just got to go. You just, just got to go. go. You got to experience it, and it's it's the best." All right. Well, someday, someday, I'll, when it, next time I'm in New York, how, well, you don't have to, you don't have to reveal how much the tickets were, but I don't think they're probably pretty expensive. I'm guessing. Yeah, you know, not for a rich person like me. All right, not for uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just like um, a, a Monday morning whim. Monday morning know. breakfast instead of going out to your gold plated breakfast. Yeah, we started at Cat's Deli and then we, wow, great. Now I'm David Feudernick. Um, anyway, <laughs> so get to the game. Uh, great seats, a lot of fun. Uh, man, if we're talking like, if you want to see a depressed like group of people, just have them lose to the Sixers or have them losing to the Sixers. Oh, really? They were down. They were the shock in everyone's face. Uh, And then, yeah, they're like, I'm going to go to this MLK game on this nice day off. I'm going to watch the Knicks beat the crap out of the Sixers. And nope, 
was mm-hmm. not going to happen. The Sixers mm-hmm. were up and sent it to overtime, right? Double overtime. Double overtime. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, every Nerlens dunk, I was up, fist pumping. I could tell everyone hated me. Actually, Okafor's dad was sitting behind us a few. Like, oh, I- infamous Okafor's infamous dad, dad, who was who was who's like yelling at Brett Brown a couple weeks ago, right? Oh yeah, and then so he's up there, he's dancing, he's yelling. I'm dancing, well, what, yelling. What's 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 Okafor's dad yelling? What is what's like what's what's he doing? Uh, you know, it was actually all positive. It's just like a really big cheerleader. He was just, just like, he was just clapping. Like great he, game, he was fine. Jaleel. Well, good, ju- yeah. Good, good job. Way to go get him. Stuff like that. Just clapping, cheering, saying like, "Go Philly, go Sixers." Go Philly, go Sixers. Yeah. Okay. The, at one point, go, I, was he? Did was he saying, "Go Hinky"? I love Hinky. He was saying, like that. "Yep, yep, yep." <laughs> all, all hail, all hail. Give me uh, an H. Give me an Inky. Uh, no. At one point, I stood up. I turned. We we, we saw each other. We started doing a little fist, eyes. Some uh, Be- we did some pointing. Of romantic comedy. Yeah, okay, we did some pointing to each other. Yeah, we were we was pretty hype. It was about nice. It was great. It was uh, nice, wonderful. Nice. We uh, got a little nervous on the double overtime because we thought we were going to miss our flight, but luckily we did. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. If anyone's listening, definitely. If you ever get a chance, go to Madison Square Garden. Go uh, to MSG. It was totally worth a it. game. Now, I mean, now tickets are probably even more expensive because of Porzingis. I would guess. But yeah, then there was a lot of Porzingis fans. A lot of pretty. He's number four in jersey sales. Did you see that? He should be. He was great yeah. to watch. I, I I was surprised. Kobe still has more jersey sales than him, which is a little surprising. I guess people. This is his last year, so people are buying Kobe jerseys to, I don't know, show their support. Yeah. Um. So we have we haven't done a podcast in a while, John. No. Um. No, we haven't. And there's something that happened that I wanted to discuss or I wanted to talk about with you is the Nets. You know, the Nets basically blew it all up in terms of their management. They got rid of Billy King. Yep. Who was the GM, and they got rid of the coach, Lionel Hollins. Yeah. About okay. time. <laughs> My question to you is, would you take the GM job, the open GM job in New Jersey? Or, sorry, in Brooklyn. Billy King's job. John, would you take it? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just some dude. Of course I would take it. Okay, what amount of money, what's the lowest amount you'd accept to take the job? Well, if you're talking me personally. I'm, ta- I'm just talking literally you. Mikhail Prokhorov calls you up. He calls you from a ski trip, and he's like, John, I need you, I need you in the Barclays Center. I would pay $1,000. You would, you would pay $1,000 to be the GM? Yes. So that w- I can tell so you my kids a- I was once the GM of a professional basketball team as opposed to being like some so dude who would- makes crappy web videos for a living? Yes. Yes. You, you, would, you would pay Proker off $1,000 a year to be the GM of the Brooklyn Nets? Yes. Yes. <laughs> to, be, to, be, to be a part of history. Yes. To, have, to, to give me, like, what is my other option? Keep doing this, this podcast with you or... For a thousand dollars, I I get to like be okay, a GM. Okay, let's change. Yes. Let's change. I, okay. May, I, 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 I know I what you think, mean though. I know what you mean. I I didn't think through the scenario. No, no. Okay. Because um, uh, yeah, actually, I I probably also would pay because you could parlay that into so many other things, like the stories you could tell. The, yeah, it'd the be tell, great. The tell-all book you could sell. I would just um, go to practice and like pr- practice my free throws. It'd be the coolest thing ever. Right. You just hang out with Brooke Lopez. Um, yeah. Okay, let's change the question. But let's change the question. So you're, but let's change it to you're Mike Zarin. You yeah. are the assistant GM of the Boston Celtics. You're highly regarded within yeah. the league. You're 
the consensus is that you're the next in line to be the whatever open GM jobs, your name always comes up. How much money would you need to take the job? Because uh, here's the here's how much the, here's Billy the issue King make four mil a year. I who knows, but here's my here's the issue. It's like you go to Brooklyn. It seems like Procroft wants to win now. Still, uh, you're probably gonna fail. Your reputation might be ruined. However, if you turn it around, you're a hero forever. But it's a chance that this is the only job you'll get. This might be your one shot at the GM job. Do you want to blow it? You know, on this team that has no hope. So. That being said, how much? For me, I would probably just do it. Oh, you just do it regardless. All right. Like, like, yeah, I mean, like your average salary or what Billy King was making. But knowing that it's going to be very, very difficult. I think the one thing that the NBA has is if you are pretty good at your job, a lot of times you get a second chance if, if you're good with people like Billy King. I mean, how is, how has he been around forever? Right. But from everything else I heard is people like Billy he's a nice King. Guy. He's a nice guy. So just getting your foot in the door and it's then, deal. and then just that using that to meet maybe 30 other advantage. teams. And also maybe it's an advantage in, in Brooklyn where it's like, no one's going to blame you if it doesn't work. Exactly. So you can say, look, I was hamstrung by Billy King. I had no draft picks. You know, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, and if you're um, a savvy guy, you you know, when you meet with these other GMs and all these other teams and coaches, you know, you give them the the wink, here's, wink. You say, here's, here's yeah. what I do. I I give them like sweet deals. Like I'm like, okay, here's Brooke Lopez for a second rounder. You know, just hook me up down down the road <laughs> the job or something. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like uh kind of like what uh Kev, how Kevin McHale hooked up Boston with Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Um, exactly. Or you, you know, when you're out you're working with deals and stuff, and, you know, you let everyone know like, "Hey, look, Prokhorov sucks, but I'm trying my best. People will forgive you." Dude. People Okay. Can, yeah. What 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 does Brooklyn do? What what's your plan as the GM? Honestly, I think if you are taking that job, you're taking it strictly for the money and for your foot in the door uh, just to be there, you know, to go from an assistant GM to a GM or from someone else to, to becoming a GM uh, because there's no way you're actually going to fix that thing. You have right. no picks. So you so you can't even lock into this. No, okay. I have a plan to fix it, okay? You do? I know how to fix it, all right? Well, all right. You, you 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 try your best, you know, you you try to make good signings in the off season. You trade if you can get some good first rounders for your current assets, Thad Young and Brooke Lopez, you do that. I mean, that's obvious. That's like yeah. GM one oh one. What I'm gonna say to Mikhail Prokhorov is think about our advantage. We're we're in Brooklyn, we're big market, we have money. We need to use that money in ways that other teams aren't because they're poor and small markets. So there's no salary cap on coaches. So when a good coach becomes available, we, we make him an offer he can't refuse. So there's okay. no one right now that I could think that I would do that with. But if, if or maybe, you know, if Carlisle's contract, I think Carlisle has a long-term contract, but say someone like him or maybe Frank Vogel, one of those guys, yeah, like really make him an offer or even Spo. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Spo's that great, but maybe a know. Luke Walton. No, I don't think Luke Walton. I don't, I don't trust Luke Walton. We covered it in the first episode, how he used to get naked and like walk around naked in his apartment, um, 
you know, take bring girl. We we covered this. Yeah, I, but I, people I, like uh, him. People like him. He's got clout. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's that good. I think. He, I think. Uh, I think what Golden State is doing is just all system based. What's installed, and he's sort of not messing things up. He's not rocking the boat. I I I can't think of who the coach is right now. I mean, um, you know, if you see someone like Brad Stevens, if you can identify okay. a guy like him, you. So you go after him with all the money that you can. Uh, analytics. You get. You go to Google. You steal a bunch of like you know the best <laughs> statisticians Google has or big data guys from whatever the best big data companies are. Amazon, Google, whatever. Pay those guys. So now you have the best analytics. You're the best coach. Training staff. You know I love my training staff. <laughs> Same thing. I get the best training staff money money can buy. Okay. Now here's another thing I don't think anybody has thought of in terms of what you can spend money on. And this is self-serving for, for, for you and I, John. Okay. Comedy writers. Okay. Wow. I like this. Co- comedy writers, marketing team. I mean, we talk, we know, we know we have friends of ours who work for the D- Detroit Pistons. They hired five writers to do, you know, special like viral videos slash other stuff. They do a lot of in arena stuff too. There was a, there was a picture that went viral like last week, not viral, but it was on Reddit of like a kid at, at the Detroit game with like this sign that was like in really small print. It was just like tons of writing on this sign. And it was like, look how funny this is. I guarantee you that kid didn't do it. I guarantee you that <laughs> the, the Detroit team did it and set it up. Right. So you're doing, st- you hire a team like, you know, you know, maybe you, t- maybe you get, um, uh, White and Kennedy. White and Kennedy is like a famous ad firm in Portland. Okay. Anyways, um, you get people from there. You get people from Nike Basketball. You get some Hollywood comedy writers. You bring them out there, and they take care of like your marketing, um, sort of your your viral marketing or your grassroots marketing. And what that's going to do is that that's going to make their job is to make your team cool and make your players cool. So you think about what Detroit has done. That you know that you saw all those rap videos they did for uh, Andre Drummond stuff like mm-hmm. that. All of a sudden, people like Drummond. They know about Drummond. Um, so you're increasing the value of your own assets, and you're also saying other, other players are like, oh, I'm going to go to Brooklyn because they're going to basically give me a personality or give me a platform to showcase my personality. Um, so that's what, that's what I'm saying. You got, your, your comparative advantage is money, and you got to spend that money where there's no cap. Hmm. Interesting. Do I have the job, John? Ah, uh, no. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I want to win tomorrow, Matt. So it's not about, if you don't it's not have about, a plan John, to win tomorrow, we can't win tomorrow. We don't have any good. Pl- we don't no, have no, no. That many In good Russia, players. we can win whenever we want. Don't you understand that? Does, look, sorry, s- sorry, Mikhail. We. It's not like you can just bribe everyone. This isn't Russia, okay? You uh, can't. You Matt, can't bribe. You can't bribe Adam Silver to get your picks back, okay? I'm pretty sure we can. I'm pretty sure we can. Well, I mean, what seriously, if you're th- talking about bribery, what's your plan? You're bribing Boston. I mean, maybe, maybe actually that is, that's actually another good strategy. Let's add that. Okay. Let's add, <laughs> Let's add bribery. Let's add bribery. Cause yeah. it's like you, you go to Danny Ainge, right? Here, Dan- hey, Danny Ainge, yeah. here's t- t- 20 million bucks. Give me my first round picks back. What's Danny Ainge going to do? Well, he's like a nice clean cut Mormon. So maybe he won't, but Find some guys. Dell Demps. Dell Demps is about to lose his job in New Orleans. I go to Dell. Oh yeah, Dell sell out. Yo, Dell. Here's twenty million dollars. Give me a first round pick. I feel like know? I feel like Daryl Morey would do that too. Yeah, I mean, like he seems kind of he, he seems kind of shady. You go, you go, you do the you do the um, social network on them. You know what's cooler than a first round pick? Twenty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad plan. I think, okay, here's, here's, 
I think if I owned the team, that would be the plan I would do. But I think what, bri- bribing. No, not bribing. What you said. You got to just be the best. But best I'm team. saying what, with these comedy writers, what I'm saying is like you're building a brand. Like you're making Brooklyn the alt, like the alt comedy cool team, like the the hipsters' favorite team. You know, um, you're giving them an identity. But I think you're also underestimating that a lot of these guys are just straight up jocks. Where uh, what we find funny is on that nerd NBA Twitter world. And we're also just hilarious people, don't get me wrong. Whoa, whoa, But whoa. I think a lot of these athletes care less about that and probably care more about strip clubs. So that's what our, that is okay. an angle I there would There we go. Would There's go. another angle. Okay. Take, you know how Jalen Rose basically – Jalen Rose, Rose's whole career is built on talking about strip clubs on podcasts. Yeah. That's basically why people love him because yep. he talks about strip clubs. That's why I always talk about strip clubs. I know what we, works. We taking the camera into the strip club on the road. What? Who cares? What's going to happen? We're going to get a billion fans. People are going to be like, yo, do you see the Nets? They got the cameras in the strip club with Andre Blatch and whatever. I mean, I know Andre Blatch isn't on the team anymore, but, you know, whatever. We'll get a guy like Andre Blatch who loves strip clubs. Um, <laughs> it'll be like a Vice. It'll be like a Vice-style show, you know? Yeah, uh, that's what you should do. That's, yeah, that's actually a good idea, like they a Vice-style yeah, documentary be... following around, like, one of their dirtbag players. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I bet Perkolov, he can. I mean, he can get some girls in there. Like it might be, you know, they might. Yeah, there might be some if, like shady stuff, but whatever. If you're going to the strip club and it's an off night, call up Prokhorov. He'll fly. He'll fly some ladies in. Perfect. I love it. Um, I think that's a good plan. So comedy nerds and strippers. Yeah, Tr- Brooklyn. You, Brooklyn, you're, you're back. not. You're not good at basketball. You have to corner the market on some other things. All right, I like that. Um, all right. So speaking of uh, distressed franchises, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Did you see the game the other night, John? We're recording this on a Thursday, Wednesday, January twentieth. No, the, I did not. I was working that night. The Cavs got demolished. I heard by uh, by our Golden State Warriors <laughs> <laughs> guy who guy who loves LA so much. I love the entire uh, California state. Okay. I love the oh, that's I fair. love the whole I love the whole Golden State. I love San Diego, Santa Barbara, uh, San Francisco, Eureka. Have you heard of Eureka? It's in the north of California. It's beautiful. What about what's that um, one? Uh, XXYXZZ. What's that? Zizek, Zizek's Road on the way to Vegas. Yep. Um, Everyone knows yes. what I'm talking about. Yeah. The least successful movie of all time is also called Zizek, Zizek's Road. So yeah, it's a great state, um, and the Golden State Warriors exemplify that fact by destroying the Cavs. Yeah. It seems it seems like the Cavs have no chance of winning a title this season. Personally, I don't think they have much chance with their current core in the future. What do you do? I don't I would disagree with you. Well, are you John? Are you insane? Do you think they can win this year? Yes. How? What is the, Golden State just destroyed them? It, San it takes would it takes one bad ankle, and then they're better than Golden State. So, okay, so your 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 plan is to Tanya Hardening them. Like your plan is no, to send no, but after uh, Clay Thompson's ankles. No, but we can't predict the future. So I don't think I think they're I think they're good enough to compete. I mean, they were good enough last year to compete to win two games. No, no. No, don't, are you don't, making don't, that? Don't bring me this garbage. They were they were not even close. Golden State was never losing that series. But they won two games without two of their best players. Those guys aren't even that good. I, I, well, we had this conversation. before. Okay, but 
you cannot deny that they were two games away from winning the championship. They were two games of winning the title, technically. Technically. Okay. Uh-huh. So, but metaphorically, win the metaphorically, they were 800 games away from winning the title. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's, I just laid a stat on you, John. I know. Maddie Stats over here. Uh, so you're, you're wrong. Okay. Uh, here's there's the thing. no way that, okay. You're, you're counting. I'm you're saying, saying they, I wouldn't do anything drastic because they can get to the finals and then Golden State or the Spurs are going to have to go through each other and Oklahoma City. One, there's a chance that one of these teams out of the West just comes in banged up and hurt and not playing as well. And then easily the Cavs could beat them. All right, all right, all right. I, I and I'm not going to take think... one game like in January and then decide like, oh, we lost to Golden State, so that's it. I'm, Golden I'm State has that. lost. I'm going to do that, before. and I think they need to trade someone. I, if I were them, I would I would trade a because everyone's saying to trade Kevin Love, but I would trade uh, Kyrie Irving. No, oh. oh my God, Matt, dude, I'm putting it. I'm putting on on tape right now. Ugh. Kyrie Irving will play. I will say he will make two more All Star games after this this All Star game, and that's it. Are you for crazy? the rest of his career? He is injury prone. The guy is constantly injured. He was injured at Duke. He's been injured every year he's been in the league. He broke his hand punching a wall. Okay, if you break your hand punching a wall, you're you're Mr. Glass. So, <laughs> I think it's just a matter of time until. I mean, he has a serious injury where he that he that he doesn't really come back from all the way, and his game is built on explosiveness too. His game is built on his athleticism, so I think he's a ticking time bomb, and I would get get rid of him while I can get the most for him. How old is he? Like twenty two? Yeah, twenty two, and he's been injured every single yeah, year. He's That's got five he's, years until his prime. Yeah, his 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 prime will Five be in a wheelchair, years man. Years until his prime, he's gonna no. You don't get rid of a twenty-two-year-old all-star. You do if you know he's he's not going to be healthy. He's twenty. So like right like now. like how they should have got rid of Steph Curry when he couldn't make it through any seasons with his ankles. No, they had a training staff that looked at him and said, "We know what the problem is, and we can fix it." So you don't think they, they can do that with uh, Kyrie Irving? No, because the problem with Steph, the problem with Steph was his muscles weren't developed in the right places. So they looked at him and they said, "Okay, this is just a muscle issue, right?" The problem with Kyrie is he has these freak injuries where he gets injured, his injures his hand, injures his knee, injures his ankle. He's injuring everything. He, doesn't he injure his face too? That just tells me that he has a generally a weak, well, a weak body. He has weak <laughs> just bones. a weak. He's just a weak. Dude, some people are just like that. Some people get sick all the time. Some people, you know, like LeBron is indestructible. Like you, That's for whatever true. reason, he's LeBron indestructible. LeBron is pretty indestructible. Yeah. So I, agree, I agree that indest- Kyrie does get injured a lot, but it's not I, a good just, sign. I would just it's ne- not a good I sign. I don't know who you, why would you get rid of him. Because I'm telling you, he's not going to be good in two years. He's going to be out of the not going to be out of the league, but he's going to be like, he's going to be Derrick Rose status. No, only Derrick Rose. Yeah, I get Rose. what I can. Is Derek but Rose. I heard I heard from some anonymous sources that they would never trade Kyrie because basically LeBron is in charge. Of, we can all we all know LeBron is in charge of the. Is Cavs your anonymous people. source anyone with common sense? Is that your? <laughs> my anonymous, my anonymous, anonymous source is someone who who said, uh, "Yeah, don't trade Kyrie Irving." Don't look. <laughs> I, 
I'm starting to have sources, John. Okay, I know you don't think I'm a journalist, of, and, and, and I know I'm not a journalist, but I've started. I, I got a few sources. You know? Oh my god, are they all from my, the New York Times? Uh, you know, <laughs> I think that yeah, I think we should definitely bring up the New York Times article every single podcast. Um, uh, okay, but don't trade Kyrie Irving. Apparently, LeBron is like best friends with Kyrie Irving, and we never trade him. But look. When I'm the GM of the Nets and I parlay that into a GM job with the Cavaliers, Kyrie, you're on the block. Sorry, oh LeBron. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's crazy. To all our listeners, Matt's, Matt's been taking a lot of uh, medication. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's been a rough uh, New Year's for him, so please please forgive us. I haven't please been sleeping him. much, Sean. I have not been sleeping much. <laughs> um, um, but, but I am starting to get worried about Kevin Love. Yeah, I think it's just... I like Kevin I th- Love. I've always liked Kevin Love. I liked him in UCLA, but I do see how it's going to be... I, I think he's great. I don't know if him and LeBron work. I feel like... I think... I mean, there was an interesting... Sh- shout out to Brian Windhorst. I love Brian Windhorst. That guy throws fire on every <laughs> single podcast I hear him on. The guy just blows up everyone's spot. Every single time he's on a podcast, he has some sort of inside information that just ruins somebody. Um, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. So not that he was ruining Kevin Love, but he was basically saying that Blatt doesn't have the institutional control to get them to play the right way, to get Love to play um, in a complimentary way to LeBron. Basically, LeBron needs to be less ball-dominant, LeBron and Kyrie, and he needs to play the four, um, and that opens up things for Le- Kevin Love, but Blatt can't get LeBron to do that. So that's why uh, Kevin Love is so misused. But... If you trade Kyrie Irving for a less ball dominant dude, it opens things up for love. Mm, I think LeBron's on is older. Getting yeah, old. LeBron LeBron's window is closing. Yeah, so I He's wouldn't trade the guy who's entering his prime. Uh, but I don't know. I think or would you honestly, trade? I would you just trade? Would you would you trade Kevin Love? <sighs> yes, but it would have to be. For someone good, yeah. Like if you could get like a, like a, not straight up, but like a Rudy Gobert. Like they just need someone to anchor their defense. I oh think. my god, can you imagine that trade? If you traded Kevin Love to the Jazz for Gobert, I don't know if they would give up Gobert though. But like Derek Favors or something. But yeah, if you could get Gobert and some pieces, they would love. Kevin Love in Utah too. I yeah. think. Oh man. Gobert in a would... first. Dude, they're not going to give up Gobert. Gobert's better than Kevin Love right now. They're not going to give up. Andy's younger. They're not giving up Gobert for uh, for Love. No, I, I think Love's better. No, there's no way. There's no way Utah does that. I don't think. I wouldn't do it if I was Utah. Yeah, um, but and I and I have now two jobs, two 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 GM jobs under my you belt. You do. So. You do. I don't know. That uh, would be interesting. That'd be a good one. All right, huh. uh, Twitter game, John. You wanted to move to t- Twitter game? Let's go. Let's, you mean get at me, dog? Get at? Oh yeah, sorry. Get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. Uh, all right. So this is a game John and I play where we pick an NBA player, and we get one tweet. Um, the goal is to get the NBA player to respond to us. So we, you know, in in the intervening time between podcasts, we tweet them, and we hope that we get a response, and then we get, we're scored on the response. 
Yep. You know, it's different points for retweets, faves, and uh, and a response. And of course, you get minus points if you get blocked. Yep. So our our athlete or NBA player of the week was Lou Amundsen. Yep. At Lou Amundsen seventeen. At Lou Amundsen seventeen. Okay, here we go. All right, so we had a good, we had a really, really good Facebook suggestion to just tweet at them and then say hashtag NBA vote. Oh, oh, that's yeah. good. Just to see if they retweet. Yeah, just to see if they retweet like the if they're just looking for the NBA NBA votes and. Ah, so, okay, that's a smart suggestion from Facebook. Shout out Facebook. Yeah, um, our friend Ian on, on on Facebook had that had that suggestion. Wait, the Ian. I forgot his last name. Thanks for pointing out that I didn't know his last name. No, no. I <laughs> meant the guy who wrote us. The, he told us yeah, about the, yeah. uh, the smokers. Yeah, the smoke. Hey. Oh, great idea. So Ian's, yeah. Ian's Ian, great. Is, Ian is full of hoop ideas. He's great. Uh, Shout out uh, to Ian. So that, that, that wasn't technically my tweet. I was more just testing it to see, uh, to see if uh, it worked. It did not work. So my actual tweet was this. Are you ready? Yep. Some dude liked almonds. They called him Almond. His son was Almond Son. His son was embarrassed and changed it to Almond Son. Hashtag history. <laughs> and he was going to retweet that? Like, I don't know, man. And then say, like, thanks for the family update? Yeah, he... I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I wasn't thinking through. Uh, maybe I wasn't. Uh, okay. I, 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 hey, I you know what? Thi- we'll, we'll we'll let we'll let Lou decide. I was I was trying to just get a reaction. I was just I was like, oh, maybe he'll see this and be like, what's this guy's deal? You know? Okay. Uh, but I guess the proper response be like, ooh, there's a creepy guy on the internet talking about my last name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually they avoid those people. Yeah. 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 Okay. I went with a different strategy. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Yes. So I said, at Lou Amundsen, 17, I wrote, was bored in econ class, so I drew a pic. What do you think? Do I have a career in drawing? And then I posted a picture. Uh, I drew his face from uh, his profile pic on Twitter. And then underneath it, I wrote fake uh, econ notes to make him seem like I was a college student. Check out, oh, man. You so know econ. Was... Let's see what I got. I got. Uh, I wrote economy 101, and behind it, I wrote the status of world economics differs between regions, and then his drawing. Oh man, you know that really hit home because I actually talk about that on the on the first day of class. What you wrote right there, why why there's differences between countries and development. Uh, wow. For those who don't know, I'm an economics professor. Uh, that's not a joke. Um, that's real. That's real. But you, but you, you like did some real work, John. Like you really, you actually did this. You drew a picture, you like in a notebook. Like you must have spent upwards of five minutes on this. I like spent it, upwards of five minutes at work. My boss actually helped with this. Oh uh, man, that's a that's a good that's a good job. Yeah, and I drew his profile pic, which is two girls holding a giant cutout of his face. So it's like uh-huh. a. 
it's a drawing of of a drawing of, of a drawing. It's pretty good. I thought this was a good technique. No, it was good. It was this was a very good strategy. This is a very good take. Hopefully, yeah. he thinks, "Oh, look, this college student. He drew this. this he drew a, a picture much of me. better it's funny. strategy than giving the history of his last name. Yeah, a creepy, weird history it's of the last so name. So much better. So much yeah. better. So, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what so happens. So how how did it work though? How did it work? Anything? Any response? No response. But I just tweeted it out today, and uh, he has a game tonight. So uh-huh. and they won. So hopefully he's like celebrating, or he's on the plane. And he looks and he feels like sending me a retweet, or you know, so give we'll me give, some we'll, advice. We'll extend the deadline. Uh, mine yeah. has gar- garnered uh, no response. No so response. okay, currently, currently, get at me, dog. Uh, results: it's zero zero. Still me zero zero. All right. I'll, maybe I should check if Almondson block uh, block me though. But, oh yeah, uh, that'd be good. I'll check. I'll check that yeah, later. Yeah, you might get blocked. Um, next week, candidates for next week. Ooh, who should we do next week? Well, you know, we we usually have a segment on the show where for every Sixers win, you get to talk for however however many wins they get. That's how many minutes you get to talk about them. But we're yeah. skipping that this week because. You talked about you know, MSG, yeah. MS watching them in MSG, and the truth is, um, the Sixers are going to win so many more games going forward that we might have sp- to. I can spare we, minutes. I'm fine. We might, yeah, we might have to change the segments uh, parameters. Yeah. Uh, should we pick like an obscure Sixers guy? Well, none of them are obscure to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we try Ish Smith? Let's do Ish Smith. Okay, let's yeah, yeah. He's the man of the hour. Let's let's see if we can get uh we can get Ish Smith to get at me, dog. If you if you search for Ish Smith on uh Twitter, the first uh autofill is Ish Smith MVP. Yep. Should be. <laughs> should be. He should that be. Is, that is amazing. So he's, he's at Ish Smith. He got the he got the he got his actual name. Yeah, yeah. There weren't weren't many people fighting for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so Ish Smith it is. That'll be our game next week. We'll try to come up with something nice. So watch out, Ish Smith. We're going to get at you, dog. We're, We're coming you. for you. Man, you're so much better at the Twitter game than I am, John, even though the results have not... Even though they haven't borne fruit, I, I think you're much more skilled at it. I, I'm, I, feel, I feel happy with both my takes so far. Like, I, I think, feel like I there's a they, good strategy, I, and it's like, oh, that's a good take. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know how it's like, um, you know, judge... Judge the process, not the results. Yep. And I think the, your process was very good for both of them. You know, it's, judge yeah. judge the shot when the ball's in the air, not whether it goes in. And I yeah. think you had two really open, good looks at the basket, and they just haven't gone in for you. But I think if you keep at this, you're going to destroy me. Yeah, and I would best describe your attempt at uh, not knowing what the game of basketball is. Yeah, and, I would. And trying to throw a football at a basketball player and say – why aren't you doing it? You know You've been what? Very I think insulting my, I, in your tweets. I think no, no, no. I think I think my I think I'm going about it all wrong. I think I'm going about it trying to make a joke, and then they're, they're going to think the joke is so good they're somehow going to respond. But I don't think that was ever going to work. <laughs> a for two reasons. For two reasons. One, the jokes are not good. <laughs> That's that's one. Second reason, if you're a famous person and somehow someone makes a funny joke about you, I don't think you go like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna favorite that." I don't think yeah. you. I, I think you sort of play it cool. I think you're like, mm, and I'm, I'm gonna pretend I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and I like how you think you're gonna be so funny. Yeah. That look, a it's millionaire. Very, 
it's is just going to be like, you know what? You're right. It's vain. It's arrogant. It's all those things. But, you know, after you're in the New York Times, things, fame changes people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Let's go to some shadows and some beefs. So speaking of dumb tweets. Last week I tweeted Jeremy Lin about his hair. I'm, sh- I'm beefing. I guess I'm beefing. No, I'm shouting out. I'm shouting out Jeremy Lin. No, I'm beefing with him. Oh my did you God. see? Did you see the play last week? And everyone should see this, where he drives to the basket and his hair pokes Jared Bayless in the eye. <laughs> did you not? You, you missed <laughs> this shot. I missed that one. Oh my God! It like finally happened. His hair actually hurt somebody. Like he's he's oh. like driving and his hair pokes Bayless in the eye and he's and Bayless like you know like recoils like jumps back it's like holding his eye but the best part about it is Jeremy Lin reaches up and holds his hair like his hair got injured like he (laughs) he doesn't grab he doesn't even you watch it he doesn't even grab his head he doesn't grab his head like oh I hurt my head he grabs like the end of his hair like but he has a face of pain so I'm beefing with him because come on your hair I'm not a doctor but I don't think you can hurt your hair that's true that's true uh, let's see. Do I got any beefs? I don't. I don't really got beefs this week. I had a good. What just? You know, I had, I had a, a good be week. Positive, John. I, I had, had a good, good week. week. I was in New York. Uh, you know, MSG. Got no beefs. Got no beefs. Yeah. You had a went to a nice wedding. I'm sure. I did. I went to a really nice wedding. Uh, again, shout out Dan Diazio and Alana Diazio. Wonderful wedding. Um, let's see. Was Chris Stapps was Chris Stapps at the wedding? Chris Stapps was not at the wedding. No, um, yeah, he was busy. He right, was, right. Yeah, he, he was busy. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to. Uh, I don't think we've shouted him out uh, yet so far, uh, but I want to shout out the starters. They're 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 having their uh, oh, ten year anniversary. Great shout out. Great shout out. Good for those guys. They are absolutely the best. Uh, they are the, I would say, a huge inspiration for the podcast. They were, they were my first basketball podcast, I've, and they were I've the Basketball listen- Jones. I think I've been listening to them since, like, 2008, I want to say. Yeah. Like, it was depressing because they had their 10th anniversary show this week, and they, like, kind of ran through the whole history. And I was like, holy crap, I've been listening to them for almost their entire, like, I've been listening to them probably for eight years. And I was like, I felt so old. It's like... Because I still feel like podcasts are new, but I'm like, no, I've been listening to them for like eight years. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's uh, also a testament of how much, how hard they've worked. I mean, they have their own freaking NBA show. They shouldn't, that's like the craziest thing. People never, like, they always underestimate that part of part of the success equation. Because if you listen to that podcast of how they got started, what they were doing, they were doing it for free, but they were waking up at like 5 a.m. and recording before work. Like, we, we kind of record this whenever we want, you know, and it's not, you know, it's not, and we only do once a week. They were doing it every day, yeah. Monday through Friday, before work, traveling to someone's house at 5 a.m., setting everything up, recording it, and then going to work. That is... Man, and they were doing that for no money for like four years. Like yeah. that is crazy. And now they're courtside. Uh, Trey Kirby was courtside interviewing Steph Curry. It's amazing. They're they're huge inspiration. Uh, they're hilarious. Yeah, but they're great. You know, I gotta I gotta break it to you, John. I do not have that kind of work ethic. So yeah, I show up I, at your I, house every day at five with the recorder, <laughs> and I wait morning. for you, you John. And just, every day I say John. one day. 
Matt <laughs> gonna is going to get it. It's like a reverse uh, Goodwill hunting. Yeah. Show up every, <laughs> I show day, up hope, every day hoping I come out. Yep. And I uh, hope you come out and record. Uh, uh, never happens. But, never happens. Yep. yep. So. No, I'm lazy. Shout out to Jason Terry. Did you see this last week? Jason Terry, what Jason Terry did? No, where, in, where, he, where was I last week? I was gone. Like, man, you I were missed having, all of it. You were I having a life. You weren't, you weren't on life. the internet. Yep, I wasn't on the internet. Jason Terry, he's playing against the Cavs. Sasha, Con- do you know who Sasha Khan is? Yeah. You really? Wow. You well, you just proved your uh, NBA bona fides. You know more about basketball than Charles Barkley. I guarantee you Charles Barkley. <laughs> I mean, no I know, idea. Who, I know of who, him. <laughs> But apparently Jason Terry didn't know who Sasha Khan was. Too. Oh, you look, I did see this. You see this on the video? Yeah. <laughs> People need to look it up on the, on the video where he... I did see it. So he looks at Sasha Khan, realizes he doesn't recognize Sasha Khan, who's a player for the Cavaliers. And instead of being like, yo, who are you? He just walks around him to get a look at the jersey. Like he walks all the way around him and he's like <laughs> staring at the jersey to be like, okay, I guess this guy's named Khan. Um, so shout out to Jet. Yeah, that was great. I love it. I love it. Uh, um. Anything else, John? Any other shout-outs, beefs? No, I just I do want to shout out. Um, you know, this is our eleventh episode. Mm, yeah, so I like do, the starters. We're what? this is our eleventh episode anniversary. Yep, yep. We just we just you know the starters are basically doing what we just did. We had our ten episode anniversary. Right. Uh, we should have done. You know, for our eleventh episode, we should have done a recap. We should have done our, a whole history of the first ten episodes. The whole, <laughs> <laughs> the whole history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe um, maybe when we hit a baker's dozen, we'll go back. Um, but yeah, just just wanted to shout out all the people who have, uh, you know, again, who who comment, who like, who retweet, who do all that stuff, who, you know, yeah. Um, so you can you can follow us at. At the Super Hoopers, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/the-super-hoopers. You can rate us, review us on iTunes. Yeah, every time we get a message like that, like because you know we're just starting out, it's wonderful. We have a lot of fun, but every little bit of love we we get uh, just makes it that much worth it. And uh, you know, because because right. you know, I'm up at 5 a.m. at Matt's house every day. Yeah, I know. Come on, check him yeah, out. Checking our mentions. Someone's someone send John some coffee. Send him a donut. <laughs> well, on that note, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Until next week, keep hooping. Keep hooping. Peace. Oh, jeez. Oh man, my sister has two VIP tickets to the Laker game on Friday. What? Oh, and I'm gonna be in Sundance. Oh man, man, that sucks. Poor that life. Sucks. Poor life you live. That sucks. <laughs> I gotta go to the Sundance Film Festival instead of going to a VIP at the Laker game. <laughs> Hashtag humble brag. Nice little humble brag. Uh, oh, they're playing the Pacers. Oh, no, they're pl- oh, sh- they're playing the Spurs. What? Oh my god. Oh my God, that's crazy! Oh, oh, oh! We should, that kills we should just me. put this in. Edit this. That in. kills me. That kills me. We should edit this. We should edit in that me getting the text message from my sister. Yeah, guys. Oh Matt, my God, Matt, that kills me. Matt's complaining because he just got a text message from his sister inviting him to VIP tickets to Lakers Spurs. Lakers Spurs. You but, know, I'm a huge Spurs fan, John. But Matt can't go. Why? I gotta go to the Sundance Film Festival. Ah, uh, yeah. humble brag. For for free, for free. For Make free. sure you say for free.
Yeah. Uh, shout yeah. out Marquise. Shout out Mr. Christmas. Um, yeah. Shout out Chad Hardigan for making. Yeah, that's the real shout out right there. That's the real shout out. That is that guy is good. Have you ever been to a volcano when it was erupting? You're now listening to Super. There are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Attention all insurance agents with a current life or medical insurance license. Select Quote has immediate openings for licensed insurance agents looking to build a rewarding career. And you can even work from the comfort of your home. Our average employee makes $75,000 and our top performers make well over $150,000 per year. Yes, I said $150,000. Insurance professionals, are you sick of looking and paying for leads? Would you like to have more than one product or carrier solution to offer? Do you wish that your entrepreneurial spirit and hard work was rewarded? If you answered yes and you feel you have what it takes select quote is looking for you with a fun and fast work environment multiple products pre-qualified leads and great training this is an opportunity you do not want to miss apply online at selectquote.com backslash careers or call 800-896-9009 to learn more select quote is hiring right now don't miss out call 800-896-9009 or visit selectquote.com backslash careers call 800-896-9009 800-896-9009 